이제는 갔어! Yeah, but that's a website. How trustworthy is that? Mm, that that's true. I believe with Internet's my internet's full of lies. I believe the show when it tells me that he can use any blood. I'm still gonna believe it <laughs> until it never happens in all of the episodes. Watch it happens in the movie that you hate. <laughs> No, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I can't wait to get to this movie and find out why it doesn't exist. Oh, we've got like 150 episodes to go. Great. <laughs> well, hello, listeners. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, this is We View Yasha, and we're here to talk about episode 12, The Soul Piper and the Mischievous Little Soul. Eaten what? Castle. <laughs> so the second episode in a row set in modern day Japan. I'm not as fond of this episode as I am of the last one, I will say. Agreed. And then having two in a row is kind of a drag. And this this two is kind of a it's almost an X Files episode where it's solving a, a mystery. Yeah, there's no, there's not even a sacred jewel. Nope. In this one, so even less than the toad plot. Yeah, we already got one annoying little fox demon. Let's have another annoying little kid. You don't like kids, do you? Not annoying ones. <laughs> That's what makes you great. You find children annoying. I wonder what this instinct is for show creators. Like, oh, we got to put a little kid in our show. Like, why? Nobody likes it. Maybe it's to try and get a younger audience. I know Sailor Moon, um, Super S, they did kind of really start deviating from the manga and focused a lot more on Chibiusa. The I don't have a picture of her up here because she she's yeah, my favorite character. <laughs> she can be kind of annoying. <laughs> um, but they did focus a lot more on her than the manga did. So, so and I think that was to try and bring in younger viewers. It's such a misguided instinct because kids like adults. They want to be, you know, ass, they want to be the ass kicking guy who shoots first. <laughs> so we begin this episode where Kagome returns home once again. She has a giant bag full of crap. Do so you think she'd have less stuff when she goes? Home. Yeah, but maybe she picks up all of her trash. So that she doesn't contaminate the timeline or something. Uh, I don't know. She's sharing her <laughs> instant ramen with everybody. <laughs> talking about modern anemones and how about they go to the moon and all this stuff. <laughs> she would just be bounced right out of Starfleet. <laughs> violating the prime directive. And she'd be bounced out of Time Cop Core, whatever that place was. Have you seen Time Cop? The classic... Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? No. Did we talk about this last time? I feel like I, I so. mentioned Time Cop to you 
numerous times. I don't feel like you have. Oh, just the splits on the countertop to get out of a sticky situation. Does it work? Yeah, it works. <laughs> Bad guy. Uh, on the countertop? Yeah, on two kitchen counters. Like, they're spaced apart. There's like an uh, island in the middle of the uh, kitchen. There's water everywhere. And the and there's sharks in the water. So no. you got to stay on that. Will you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> no, the bad guy has like a taser gun or something. He's going to shoot him with it and kill him. And he does the splits. And he barbs miss and hit the water. And it electrocutes the guy. Because he doesn't. What's he wearing? He doesn't really tiny like pajama shorts. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did he do splits in jeans? <laughs> no. Yoga pants. <laughs> he always does it in very tiny. Lindsay, what are you doing? Oh, Lindsay's ordering Time Cop on Amazon Prime right now. Focus, please. Sean claudes not one of my boyfriends. I, know. I don't know if he's ever been bad. Is he usually the hero? Yes. There you go. Maybe not in the Expendables movies. I've never seen those. I don't know if he's one of those that ends up betraying the Expendables at the end. Lindsay, wake up. I'm done talking about Jean Claude Van Damme. I was like, oh, maybe it's like uh, Fast and Furious and they're all good guys. They're all good guys, but the, the next movie. Oh, Lindsay, you got to see that eighth one. Real good. I'll be lost. I have no idea who's who. Oh, you don't know what's happened in the previous movie, so you won't understand the eighth one. That's a good point. Just, I mean, I guess they just drive cars. Yes. Off of helicopters and stuff. Seven. Oh, Oh it's not off of helicopters. Don't be ridiculous. It's off of a giant aircraft carrier. Oh, okay. How do they top that in the eighth one? Oh, God. Well, in the eighth <laughs> one. <laughs> Just curious. Because they have to always. They have to one-up it. And in this one, they're uh, driving away from a giant submarine that's <laughs> going after them on the ice. <laughs> it's, it's great. Oh, the middle portion of the movie is even better, though. When the hacker villain played by Charlize Theron, hacks a bunch of auto-driving cars, GPS systems, makes them all coordinatedly uh, route this uh, car that they're trying to, to capture. And then at one point, she goes, make it rain. And then a bunch of cars come out of a uh, parking structure buildings and just fall and trap the guy. It's awesome. But I'm realizing right now we could have Talked about this off mic instead of in the middle of our <laughs> podcast about Inuyasha. So let's let's get back to talking about this episode. The Soul Piper and the Mischievous Little Soul. Do I have that right? Sounds right. Did they say soul twice? In the yeah, because it's the Soul Piper. And the Mischievous Little Soul. It must be. Okay. Well, we haven't even gotten into this episode yet. How long have we been talking? Eight and a half minutes. Oh, my God. Okay. That's why you don't let Lindsay do the introductions. (laughs) (laughs) And don't bring up Fast and the Furious movies. So Kagome is going to school and finds out that Gramps just keeps on making her sick. And this time he gave her neuralgia, which is like generalized nerve pain. (laughs) And was quite proud of himself for getting her a day off mm. and she does not take it because she wants to go to school. She needs to learn about Dr. Martin Luther King, which I saw on her test. 
And this is the episode where she has to go to like um like remedial math and Yeah, we find that out in a scene later when she's talking with her friends, recurring girlfriend characters who are fun. They talk boys over ice cream. And she says once again, Who has time for boys? Like, Don't say that out loud, lady. <laughs> you know, we can't just, you know, want to better herself intellectually, ladies. For the love of God. <laughs> Yeah, they find out she might have to take a, not remedial math, but the math supplement, they say. Okay. Yeah. But a couple of her friends. An extra, extra study. Yeah, exactly. Courses. And as they're going by the playground, everything flips to a color negative and sees a firework get thrown into a big pile of fireworks. And she is the only person who can see this mischievous little girl who's slightly burnt running around. Wearing a down coat and no shoes. Yeah, the wrong uh, clothing for the season. Oh, yeah, because it's summer exactly. and you get to see for, like, one of the very few times in my recollection, Kagome's summer school uniform. Mm-hmm. The short sleeves. I don't notice clothes, so this is going to be all you talking about, the clothing styles of this show. <laughs> they, I do always wonder... I get when she first went to the feudal era, how she was in her her school uniform. She was about to go to school. But most of the time, she wears it. And why would you wear it when you're going to the feudal era? Unless she goes right after school to the well. Well, no. Because she the well... stays there for days. Yeah, why would she wear her uniform? Well, we as the audience know her in her schoolgirl uniform. and It's a fun contrast, I guess. But I'm with you. Logically, it makes no sense. And sometimes, and I do like how she does change. Like, you know, when she's at night, she's wearing different clothes, or when she's out with her friends, she's not always in the uniform, but... But it's the same thing with the flashback of Inuyasha as a kid, and he still has the fire rat suit. Like, kid-sized? So stupid. Maybe that one's not the fire rat one. Yeah, and the flashback, (laughs) of course, is induced by a crazy demon mother. It could not be a real flashback. Yeah, that might be the only time we see him as a kid. Oh, really? I think we see him as a baby. Oh, oh, stay tuned for that. Listen, that's in a movie. (laughs) You're gonna have to wait a hundred and something. (laughs) The third movie. The third one that you like. Yes. Okay. The last movie, in my opinion. Oh, shouldn't have happened. Okay. Yes, the last movie that yeah, and that fourth movie just can't wait. <laughs> Gonna have to. <laughs> well, boy, but she gives chase to the kid, and the kid's like a real little asshole. Mm-hmm. She wants her to go apologize, and the kid. Oh, it's very surprised Kagome can see her. Yeah, and I thought I saw an extra lip flap in this scene. It's during the big wide shot when Kagome first runs up, says, "Hey, stop!" And then the kid turns around, and it looks like the mouth is moving, but then nothing's happening. Hmm. Now, rewind your VHS tapes, listeners, and <laughs> look at that scene. Anyway, after this, we... Uh, oh, the kid disappears, right? Yeah, doesn't she make fire? I think all these demons can just make fire. Because <laughs> the no mask in the previous episode yeah, also makes fire. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> I'm thinking ahead. I know that's not, that's not true, but right now... Um, 
Yeah, your theory is pretty valid. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the early X-Files episode where Mulder is afraid of fire, and then never again is he afraid of fire. He gets over it. Yes. He doesn't get over <laughs> it in the episode because it pretty much paralyzes him in a vital moment where he could have killed the bad guy. It's not the strongest X-Files episode. But then they also reveal later that he's red-green colorblind. And I'm not sure if that... So it looks like green demon flames? <laughs> oh, I didn't even put those two ailments together. <laughs> That's funny. They use it as a plot device for why he's not being mind-controlled by the television. Because Scully is watching TV and then she starts getting paranoid uh, delusions and tries to shoot Mulder. But it didn't affect him because he's red green. That's a good episode. <laughs> Any other questions about the X-Files? <laughs> Back oh, to you. Oh my god, why are we talking so much about other things? <laughs> After the child disappears and she meets back up with her friends, uh, cut two sword covered in bees. Wasps. Wasps, and it's the sheath. Steel they're wasps. Steel wasps, and they're repairing the sheath. You rolled your eyes, but I kind of like that they have to do a thing to fix it, and Iyasha's just stuck there with two sidekicks. <laughs> Annoying little Shippo who turns into a giant ball and bites his head. Pervert Mioga. Who has nothing to be perverted about. No. It's just that these two He's are just... Giving us some exposition. These two are just firing left and right. But they see across the river the uh, Soul Piper, which is a giant you know, tadpole type thing. Yeah. It's got like a little ghost tail and it, its eyes are squinty. It's like the Pied Piper brings kids to the afterlife. Only doesn't have any ill intentions towards them. <laughs> no. Does not want to molest them. It just wants to, to bring them to the afterlife. Plays with them till their soul's at peace and they can pass on. Yes, exactly. So it's a benevolent spirit. So we find out uh, later if the kid has a grudge. Well, I guess we find out in this scene, too. That if the, it's, its eyes are wide, if the Soul Piper's eyes are widened and fully open, then it is a, a grudgy-type demon that is or ghost child that will be dragged down to hell. It's a very important distinction, isn't it? A demon is a ghost. But uh, Kagome gets out of school and has to take her annoying young, younger brother to a hospital in the town over? Yes. Like a town over. Oh, God, why are you? What? Are you friends with this kid? He's a town <laughs> over. But I guess there wasn't one in town. Well, because I think it was in their town, but they since he a, was in a coma, he had to be moved. Ah, to a specialist hospital. Right. But, Okay. Well, that was what I took from it. But isn't the apartment within walking distance from that hospital? Maybe it was in walking distance of their home, and they were, like, walking back home. All right. Uh, oh, I forgot where I left off. Oh. It has to take Sota to visit his oh, friend, you. who's <laughs> been in a coma for six months. Yeah, Satoru was in a fire six months ago, and he's been in a coma ever since. They visit him in the hospital where his mommy is there as well. And then his bag of saline drip fluid explodes. And 
Kagome sees that it was the ghost child who did it. Under the bed, pulling cords and wires and stuff. Very, very creepy. A very dark idea that you're just trying to kill the little, Her little boy. brother. Yeah, we find out. Oh, sorry. Oh, well. I mean, cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> it's her younger brother she's trying to straight up murder. And above the uh, hospital, as they walk out, we see that by her side is the Soul Piper, which I interpreted initially as that they were in cahoots. That the Soul Piper was some sort of <laughs> twisted, like, I want more children's souls. Aww. But no, uh, he's just waiting with his flute, like, well, are we going to go to the afterlife? Oh, no. <laughs> You're evil, aren't you? I'm surprised he's still so squinty because she's been bad. Yeah, for six months. Yeah. Because, yeah, you find out that none of Soda's friends go visit anymore because every time they do, something bad happens. Mm. She's, like, punishing anyone who's, like, showing any kind of concern for her little brother. Yeah. Unlucky for her is Kagome in there. She, her plan would have gone off without a hitch. <laughs> but I like that Sota kind of knows what's up. He's hip to this whole demons exist kind of thing. He's from a shrine family. Exactly. Like Kagome says. And he's seen some shit. He's seen a dog boy come out of a well, so he knows what's up. A flesh eating mask. These are sisters. His sister's hands get cut all the time by hair and by. Glass. It's a fucked up life. Just kids leaving. <laughs> That's when they reveal that uh, his little sister died in fire. The apartment, and then every time it tries to get cleaned, something bad happens there too. So it looks the same. Yeah, all burnt up. And while they're standing there, the ghost drops a pot at them. It's where Soda faints. <laughs> He may be smarter than Kagome, but he's not very brave. Kid. <laughs> That's, yeah. He got a little more brains. She got a little more courage. <laughs> mm-hmm. They really need to work together more often. <laughs> but the ghost girl wants to kill her brother, and the ghost also thinks that her mom hates her. And that her mom favored her brother, and that's why she wants to kill yeah. her brother to hurt her mom. Totally her missing. mom never wanted her. She is just, uh, misinterpreting the whole thing all over the place. And then she throws a, a tree that could go. <laughs> an entire tree. <laughs> yeah. That's when the soul piper appears to Kagome to say, until my eyes are open. It's a very Twin Peaksy thing to say. Just, what did you mean by that? Hey, where are you going? <laughs> I think I just put it together later that, that you have until my eyes are open to save this kid. Mm-hmm. Is that the point where she goes back to the past? Yes. Yeah, to get some she knowledge from yoga. Yeah. And, oh, and she missed Shippo so much. She just wanted to go back and say hi to him. Was he even there when she came back? I don't remember him there. <laughs> I only remember him with Inuyasha. And she consults with the gang. And uh, if the soul harbors a grudge, it turns evil. And Inuyasha points out that ghosts are different from demons and cannot be slain. And Iyasha also says, I'm not going to help you with this one. It's a big, long speech about how he's not going to even bother with this. But then he turns around and she's already gone. Typical cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> Soul Piper's eyes keep widening every time. It's like, uh-oh. What's going to happen to this poor child? 
And yeah, I think the little ghost says this time for sure I'm going to, after my mom leaves for the night, I'm going to kill him. Okay, Billy's talking, talking with the mom about her children and little flashbacks. And mom is working on something on a piece of cloth. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder what that's going to be. I figured out what it is. <laughs> you do get a little flashback of Mayu as the little girl. Ah, that's right. Saying, you know, she wants a, a kimono. Mm-hmm. Uh, cotton kimono. I think that's a yukata. I think that's really? what they wear, like, in the summer during the festivals and stuff. She wants to wear one with goldfish on it. And then she's going to catch more goldfish for or other goldfish to have friends. Your mommy loves you, ghost. She's doing all this stuff. You just need to fix your Even memory. Even six a bit. months after she's gone, she's. It's a lot of kind of heartbreaking, sad stuff in this episode. In spite of it being like a meh, some good emotional qualities to it. This is where Mayu wreaks havoc in the hospital room and knocks out the mom. Oh, yeah. Mom and Kagome are downstairs in the window of her son's. <laughs> hospital room just blows out. Yep. And this is where Kagome makes Mayu remember that the fire was her fault. And that her mom didn't know. Didn't know she was hiding in the closet, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Mayu has a fight because mom had to stay home to take care of a sick little brother. Couldn't go to Mayu's open house night or something. (laughs) Stupid little recital or whatever. So Mayu... Runs out the house. Yeah, dries off her scarf right above an open... Uh... No, Mom goes out shopping. Oh, okay. Not knowing Mayu came back. Mm-hmm. And that's when Mayu hangs her scarf right over the heater. And sick little brother's like, don't do that. Uh... And she's like, I'll do what I want. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a brat. Don't tell Mom I'm in you. want her to worry. Yeah. And then, yes, decides to stress her mom out further. And so- then... So that's what it is. You die angry, and then your spirit's angry. So she died thinking that her mom didn't care about her. I remember the Sarah Michelle Gellar movie. <laughs> the Grudge. Yeah, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, so of course she makes her own bed, really. Catches yeah. the house on fire. And... Speaking of bed, she lifts the entire hospital bed. Oh, yes. Thanks for that layup, Lindsay. <laughs> Flies her little brother out the window. Oh, yes, and Kagome can't reach him in time. But it's a good thing that Inuyasha is right outside with the giant sword stabbed into the side of the hospital. It's his scabbard, too. Good thing he got that repaired. I know. <laughs> Those wasps finally got the job done. <laughs> they saved the little brother. Considerably less cool entrance than the one in the previous episode where he rises out of the goddamn grave. But this is good, too. And the Soul Piper's eyes finally open, and it chains up the little girl and flies off into the distance. Inuyasha and Kagome have to give chase, and they know... I think Inuyasha says that it takes the soul back to the place of death and drags it to hell there. Yes. Which would be the apartment. Mm -hmm. Right to the apartment, and uh, what's especially cruel is that the the ghost is making the little girl relive her final moments and realizing what's happening. Because yeah. I don't think she realized at the time exactly, but sitting there now, she realized, "Oh, it's my fault. It 
caught on there. It's my fault. I was hiding. No one knew I was there. We also find out that Inuyasha and uh, Kagome, as they're walking in, they get separated, and Inuyasha can't go in. Only humans can be dragged out. <laughs> yes. Uh, for Although she's she's the reincarnated. Uh, well, I guess I don't know. It still makes her human, though. Kikyo, if she was human or not, but we'll still find out later. And, uh, Kikyo's human. <laughs> she's human. Spoilies. <laughs> How is that spoilies? <laughs> but the mommy wakes up back at the hospital, and so does the son, who very, very sweetly says, "My sister's trapped in the closet." Yes, because to him, he doesn't know he's been in a coma for six months. He could think the fire's still there. And I thought this was setting up a nice reunion with the mom that was immediately going to happen when she runs back to the apartment. That's how they get the little girl to let go. But Kagome does it all herself, saving her from being dragged completely to hell and talks it out. Well, she grabs her as the chains are dragging her and keep yanking on her. Kagome's holding her, saying no. And then the chains break. Because Maya realizes how much her mom actually did love her. Is it the next day or something when the mom finally shows up? I think it says a week later, right? Oh, wait, no, when, the mom, when she visits Kagome, I think it's a week later, but... They're reunited, and with Kagome and the little girl... What's her name? Mayu? Mayu. I said it fine earlier, and I forgot <laughs> She comes to thank Kagome for her help, and she's wearing a goldfish kimono. Uh, sweet, but I don't think you can take clothes into the afterlife. Yeah. B, why would the Soul Piper... Soul Piper's just laid back about his job. It's just, whenever you want to go... <laughs> Either way, very nice little bit of closure. Earlier, I did write down the line because I liked it. Uh, Cripes, you get into such scrapes. Maybe is just annoyed. I could go they myself. said cripes a lot. Although, when I I feel like when I was watching it, it said gripes. It did. The subtitles are incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, gripes. I mean, I guess they're griping about it, but you usually don't say uh, gripes. <laughs> And then I went, oh my gosh, they've said it three times in this episode. Who <laughs> translated this one? Yeah, serious. Maybe they meant to say grapes. Maybe Asha loves grapes. Or he hates them because he's using it as a curse. Many possibilities. <laughs> the listeners, Lindsay tried to humor me and they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, so ends uh, middle of the road episode. Nothing's been terrible so far. I'm really disappointed that, that you haven't sold the terrible episodes to me. This, the show has been great so far. It has been great. Why do you hate it so much then? Hate it? Wait, what? <laughs> I just hate your show. Bye, listener. No. <laughs> but all I want to say, uh, Lindsay has uh, teased to me that the episodes upcoming are going to be very exciting. Until <laughs> we get in. some more filler, I think we've got like four episodes to look forward to of stuff that happens. That's cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then I think we have a little more filler, and then I think we get something cool, someone cool, and perhaps a uh. Can- 
continuous villain. Oh, great. Perhaps. Well, I, after two episodes of being stuck in modern Japan, I'm very excited to get back to ancient Japan and run around having all kinds of crazy adventures. With and that people. we will. At least one better be a smoke show, Lindsay. The smoke? No. You're of the human here. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on, I don't think, for you now. <laughs> like you know the title. <laughs> I like a good personality, thank you. It's like, well, I guess she isn't wearing clothes at the time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. But. <laughs> Confirmed for straight. All right, well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for listening. Bye.